welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. If you've come up through the HR ranks, you would have seen the gradual shift in HR policies away from things like policy setting and benefits enrollments to a more strategic agenda that involves partnering with management to help achieve business success. While new employees do need access to and information about their benefits and policies are needed from time to time, today's HR leaders spend more time uh, on business meetings and setting the strategic agenda for the organization. I'm here with Kamali Rajesh, Head of Human Resources for ASEAN at Syngenta in Singapore to discuss how HR enables business success. It's a pleasure to uh, hear your voice, Kamali. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Matt, for having me. Now, I last had the pleasure of catching up with Kamali in Shanghai. It probably was about uh, three years ago, and it was in your former professional life. Um, tell us what's going on now, Kamali, in terms of your role. And um, also, it's worth, you know, just for the, um, for the purpose of our listeners understanding your background, just tell us about your past career as well. Sure. Um, so, Matt, uh, currently, as we outlined, I am the head of HR for ASEAN, uh, working for Syngenta. This is a role that I have taken very recently, uh, moving into Singapore. Uh, prior to coming here, um, I spent majority of my career with uh, Ford Motor Company, um, about 17 years. Uh, lived and worked in four different countries. Uh, Singapore is my fifth country, and I've done a variety of HR roles, um, including bulk of my time in, in a plant setting, uh, providing business partnering for manufacturing. Um, I spent a large amount of my career in leadership development and learning and development and OD space as well. Um, done a little bit of comp and ben, performance management, and the last role that I had before I left Ford was um, the regional head for talent, primarily um, uh, encompassing talent acquisition, OD, L&D, and uh, employment value proposition. So from that to currently head of uh, HR for ASEAN um, uh, for Syngenta. So that's, uh, that's my career in a nutshell. Brilliant, multifaceted, multi-geographical um, HR background there, Kamali. And so tell us about um, Syngenta and you know, the, uh, the current priorities of the organization and also, I guess, a little bit on your role in ASEAN as well. Uh, perfect. So um, as, as you would know, that Syngenta is a market leader in the agrochemical industry. Uh, Syngenta produces crop protection and uh, seed protection and seeds uh, products and services um, for the uh, growers and farmers to use. So that's the, uh, that's the industry. Um, in terms of my role, um, I take care of the ASEAN markets uh, from a HR business partnering perspective. That includes the uh, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, Vietnam, Thailand, and also the, um, the emerging or the frontier markets like Myanmar and Cambodia. So that's the kind of the geographical scale that we're talking about. So the, the, the business uh, demands um, a very dynamic partnership from HR uh, because, again, this is an industry where um, there's a lot of change that's happening. I mean, you know, the statistics says every day we wake up with 200,000 more, uh, 200, more mouths to feed um, and um, uh, this is a big challenge, and accelerated by the farmland um, erosion, as well as the uh, decrease in the biodiversity, uh, all of these challenges together makes this industry a very dynamic industry to work with. Um, and so the, the, from a business partnering perspective, uh, the expectation is that 
uh, HR is not only coming across as the process owners or subject matter experts where we are administering a bunch of, uh, you know, performance management processes or compendent processes, but more from a partnership in terms of enabling the business. So where does the business want to go, understanding that and, and actively facilitating that uh, journey towards the goal is what the expectation uh, out of HR is. And, and that's what is uh, interesting about this role and the industry um, that I'm currently in. So Kamala, you have over 15 years experience in HR, working for countries we talked about Singapore as being your fifth. What has been the biggest change or some of the biggest changes you've seen in the way HR operates? So I, I guess the biggest change I've seen is uh, basically what the business is expecting out of HR. Uh, this has definitely changed significantly and is continuing to change, um, I think, as the business gets more complex. I, I have, I should say, Matt, in my career time, seen that business is looking at HR to be more than just the process owners and subject matter experts, which, which, is, which is what many of the HR professionals are very good at doing. Business is primarily looking at HR to be an enabler of the business outcomes, kind of a being, being a thinking partner, a purpose-driven uh, uh, partner, um, with, with this ability to integrate various solutions um, so that so that we are able to come up with the most relevant solution that the business wants, whether it's a combination of products and services that we already have that we can pull off from the shelf, or looking at what's in front of you and responding um, with the speed and in a time that, that helps to create a product and a solution that meets the demands of the business. As you talk about enabling the business and being a thinker, can you, can you expand on that concept a little bit more? Sure. I mean, for me, I guess um, if, you are in a, if you are a business partner in a business that is growing and expanding in new markets, let's say, then understanding well, what the business demands are on this particular expansion and challenges of penetrating into a newer market and, and having the ability to translate them into talent ramifications or implications and ability to respond with appropriate combination of products and solutions, some, which, some of which, as I said earlier, may be off the shelf, some of which needs to be developed. But here, I guess the speed and the relevance with which we are able to respond matters. So that's, to me, um, you know, in a growing, in expanding business, that's what business partnering uh, means uh, in, in the context of enabling the business. However, if you are in a, um, in a business that is stable and you are a HR business partner there, um, looking for, uh, you know, improving productivity or efficiency, if that's what the business is um, uh, looking at achieving, then the level of partnership is very different, right? I mean, your ability to understand and appreciate the details behind the products and, and what is the go-to-market strategy that the business is using and facilitating the changes that are needed to be uh, more productive in this particular setup is key. Now, these changes may include, you know, small changes like process changes or big changes like structural changes or mindset changes or even sometimes cultural changes, right? So that's where I, I believe uh, the HR as a function has a role to play in enabling those uh, changes in this particular setup. Um, and, and, and I also think that there are always these standard HR services like the people cycle plan activities, compensation cycle, leadership development. All of these are bread and butter to me. Uh, the business demands more from HR now in terms of supporting and enabling the business mandates. So, so your ability to understand um, where the business wants to go and, and being this active partner who can integrate the solutions is, um, is, is uh, something that I'm seeing as a shift 
And that's what I believe enabling business means as well. I like that distinction between um, you know, business undergoing change versus business um, that's in sort of status quo. What do you think um, are some of the biggest challenges facing uh, today's HR leaders? Um, well, I, I think um, I think ability to differentiate uh, the bread and butter, right? So there is this suite of standard products and services that we provide, um, and we've always been providing this for a very long time. Now, having the ability to look at which of these uh, products and services are relevant today and, and, and are actually enabling the business outcomes that we need to be enabling versus which ones are, have become the ceremonial processes that we are trying to carry forward because we've always been doing this, so we need to continue to do that. So that's having the ability to differentiate that, so that's the biggest challenge. And then having the courage to say, these processes, these products and services that we've been doing for, I don't know, for what, 20 years, don't make sense anymore, and kicking them out ruthlessly and managing that change effectively and landing in a space where, with products and services that really enables business. Um, and, 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 you know, this whole cycle of managing this change is also critical here. So that's, uh, that's to me, is the biggest challenge. You know, sometimes um, I see uh, HR functions trying to keep up the legacy of all the processes, processes and services that we have been doing in the past, and then trying to take on new ones, uh, the added status, as I call them, uh, as business demands more and more out of HR. And, and, you know, having the ability to balance these two becomes, uh, becomes a challenge. So final question, Kamali, if you look at, you know, a centrally driven HR agenda from headquarters, and if you look at the, the local business agenda from an Asia-Pacific or ASEAN um, perspective, as an HR leader, how do you get the balance um, in your situation between, you know, the two sometimes opposing views? Now, that's an interesting question, uh, particularly uh, given that I've always been part of large um, multinational corporations with uh, significant um, headquarter presence. So the way I, you know, Matt, I will answer from my perspective as to how I have gone about managing and maintaining this balance. Um, so having a credible and an active voice at the Global Forum becomes very important. Um, not just when somebody is giving you a product and service and not when you want to react and say this won't work and this is why it won't work. Uh, but I'm talking about uh, having a credible and a strong voice uh, right from the beginning of the journey so that you are able to have that opportunity to influence the product and service that's coming at you. So you're not being reactive, but you're actually being a very proactive partner within HR. And, and my experience in the past and, and in the present role, um, headquarters invariably really appreciate and value that input um, so that their products, whatever it is, lands well at the market level or at the regional level. So to me, that's the first chunk. Uh, the, the second chunk is, I mean, there will always be, um, you know, products and services or parts of products and services that really don't meet everything that you want uh, because, again, this is a consolidated view of many people's need and many markets' need. So in that, in that um, journey of integrating all the diverse views, sometimes we lose the texture and the relevance. So that's where negotiating the space in terms of, okay, here is the standard product. What of these products are fixed, right? What parts of these products are fixed? and what parts are variable, and then having the ability to top hat and make the changes that you need to make 
at the local level so that you are landing the product in a responsible and a relevant manner. So these are two buckets I think uh, would help to maintain that balance that you're talking about. Um, and and some, in, in some organizations, uh, you know, people just don't take the opportunity to proactively influence nor appreciate the fact that you do have a choice. I mean, this may be a global product, but all of us do have a choice in terms of understanding what parts of this is fixed and where is the variable component here, and hence I have the space to play around so that I can make this more relevant to my market. Uh, and, and then feeding back these changes that you've done back to the global, uh, global setup so that when we are doing the you know, refresher or the next round of products and services, this input is taken into consideration as an insight. So that's, uh, that's how I would describe uh, the way I go about uh, bringing in the balance. And that was Kamali Rajesh, Head of Human Resources for ASEAN at Syngenta, discussing how HR enables business success. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, follow our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.